Hey y'all, welcome to Curry Gumbo, the podcast where Nicole and Ashley discuss black film and TV. And lucky us, today our good pal Kalisha joins us. Do you got the juice? Omar Epps got the juice. Tupac got the juice. Now Bishop, Bishop got medication he needs to take and and baby needs some prayer. So, you know, we gonna send our prayers up for him. This week, we discuss... Ernest Dickerson's 1992 classic, Juice. I call this a psychological thriller. Now, I really think this movie was really good. Because sometimes, because with with Mm -hmm. movies, especially movies from the 90s or these quote-unquote hood movies or these, you know, the violent rated R movies, um, like New Jack City, Boys in the Hood, Minutes of Society, I put juice in that category, or I always have. But this one, I'm like, oh no, this this is deep. And it stands up from 1992 till now. I'm like, this is good. Yeah. yeah. It was absent of like the love story that Poetic Justice kind of had. And it was absent of like the in your face kind of like violent elements that Boys in the Hood had and Men's Society had. You know, it really wasn't even like on that. I mean, sure, the violence was in the movie. But like you said, I think it was more so around four young boys in the 90s in New York, like uh, uh, with some weird dynamics and just literally it happened over like a short span of time you know what I mean it was it kind of went into that so it kind of is in its own lane but I could see us like boxing it in because it had all these movies coming out in the 90s with just all this like strong black talent and it just was like we kind of group them all in like Jews I like mixed society like you know you all those different things but this does kind of stand on its own when you think about it I also want to mention this was Omar Epps and Khalil Kane's first movie. Oh yeah, I heard that. Mm-hmm. This is this is Tupac's first starring role. He did appear in Nothing But Trouble, which came out in 90, 1991. But it's like in the credits small. it says he was with Digital Underground. Yeah. Okay. And so I guess this was his first movie as Tupac the actor. Yeah. Not with Digital Underground. Okay. And I mean, in and that movie, you might as well say, like, it's he was like an extra. It. And then Jermaine Hopkins, who plays Steel, he was also in Lean on Me. Mm-hmm. So I believe this is like maybe his second big movie, second, third. But Omar Epps and Jermaine Hopkins, they were about like 17, 18. Mm-hmm. Tupac was 19, 20. Khalil Kane, 26, 27. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> they look this. They look, yeah. you know, like they, they all fit. Do. He looks. They well, do. Yeah, I don't know. He when he said he was like twenty-seven, I was like, "What?" what? He didn't look it until Babyface. Mm-hmm. He looked good for his age. Well, maybe he still does. Yeah, but compared to like, I mean, it's hard to put a twenty-seven-year-old next to a seventeen-year-old yeah. and play them off as friends, like. They pulled right. that off. They I don't did. know if 17 year olds back in the day just looked old. I don't know either, <laughs> but it was good. It was really good. I thought it was a um, good pairing, a good cast. You know, you wouldn't even know. 
what I hear about juice, like what I've been hearing, I always remember the name Bishop and Tupac is on like the promotion for the film or just the art for the film. Tupac is centered. All that's well, that's yeah. what I've always seen. Well, he and, was the the big rapper back in the day because again, Omar Epps first movie, Khalil yeah. Kane first movie. Yeah, so he and was, from he a, was the star. From a marketing standpoint, I understand that if we are going to if that type of promotion is supposed to reflect who the movie is about, like who is the star of the the movie? I guess Tupac is it like he's the main antagonist, right? But I also think I didn't know that it was really like Q's film. Like this is about him. Like this is really Omar Epps's journey because when it comes on, you hear a heartbeat or what I imagine sound, you know, it just, it was that doom, 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 doom. And then that weaves into Eric B and Rakim's um, song, Juice. And that like mixed with the visuals of the vinyls that, um, that are part of the opening credits of the film. And I know that Q is a musician, he's a DJ that further let me know like oh, okay this is really about, about him. him this this is his story so i just you know i i guess i was taking that with me while i was while i was watching the film he's the first one that we meet you're starting the day with them right and this all feels very mm-hmm. like this is how it is this is every single day like this isn't something new that is taking place this is how we wake up and what hurt me or what really made me feel just unsettled and exhausted already is when the way the way most of these or the way two of these men wake up is just aggressively you know Q's mom scratches the record and she's screaming like it's so early in the morning like Quincy wake up get out of bed you're gonna be late for school even though she's a loving mother it's like that that is not the way somebody wants to wake up still you had kids huh wait till you had kids my mom (laughs) used to wake me up by pinching me and I have had talks with my therapist about that because I'm like what the like that is how I'm introduced that's how the day is introduced to me through pain that was not the move girl like in a perfect world you know we would say okay you would rub your kids back and like okay honey time to wake up we need five more minutes okay no problem I'll All cook right, your Jackson. breakfast. <laughs> no, but I get I get what you're saying. Nicole, but like, I do or it's boiling water on your ass. <laughs> we gonna see I, I, I under- wake up. I understand, I understand what you're saying, but for me, it seemed like a typical morning, morning rush. Like these parents, these are working moms, these aren't stay-at-home yeah. moms. We need to get up. I need to get to work. I need to make sure that you're out the house. I need to make sure that your little brother out is done. Like you get in the bathroom because we only got one bathroom. Mm-hmm. Are you done? Because we have to be out this house by 730 so we can be to work by 8 o'clock and drop him off at school by 755. Like, you, ha- you want to rush. 
So I, I yeah, get that. But I, I think it's, for me, it was a little bit more than just showing something that is typical. Because if it's so typical, I don't need to see that. Because I already know what happens in a home with single parents. But it's, but it's like still is being dragged off of his bed. I know it's a joke. Like I know his brother is, is playing and he's not intentionally trying to hurt his brother. But it's, it's that on top of, um, you know, Raheem arguing with his girlfriend on top of being chased by the cops. And it's like issue after issue after issue after issue. It's like, I need a break here. You know, like to a certain extent, you can see how a bishop comes out of that going I thought oh go ahead Kalisha no 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 go ahead go ahead I know you're about to talk about that's your point I thought this scene this opening scene of getting up to going to school or getting out of bed was very important um one this is a movie about four young black men usually like I said with this era 90s New York all you hear about is you know quote unquote thugs or crime and you know at least this of course we know as black women mm-hmm. this is you know um that these are young men but I think this scene was important to show that these men have mothers and families and mm-hmm. siblings and they come from a home they come from good homes where their mom tells them you know you forgot to make your bed in the morning because throughout the movie when you do see all this crime and violence I think was important to show the humanity like these are these are kids that that have a family and then also what was important is that all the boys besides Bishop had a mom to wake them wake Mm. them up even though it was rough even if it you know wasn't the best wake up morning routine they had a mother in the home telling them hey you need to get up make this bed get out the house get ready to go to school you got your school books they had someone on them like that whereas yeah. bishop didn't and so right then i'm like i got it now yeah and but so i will even- say bishop does have his grandmother in the house who he seems to dote on and mm-hmm. but bishop and raheem are the two who don't need to be woken up they they're just up like bishop gets up and he's like hey grandma you know and she says go check on your dad go see if he's hungry raheem is already in the bathroom and i feel like i think you and i are gonna kind of have the same conclusions about um what that does to bishop but i also have some theories about what that says about raheem Mm -hmm. i was gonna say you know i agree with both y'all points different points i I agree on i think for me when i look at that and i analyze that a few points definitely it gave like the real rawness of like you know having these family units i think what and i as you mentioned something but i know i'm not gonna say exactly what you said because i i don't remember word for word but you know like they wake up like kind of like like you know there's a lot of movement you know it's like mm-hmm. you said it's the morning rush so like there's a lot of like oh I'm gonna pull my brother down or I'm gonna scratch the record when I tell you know Q to get up all these different things so like you know them coming together after the girlfriend argument all that stuff like them coming together is like their peace like they're yeah. like anxious to get ready now they don't even go to school some days mm-hmm. they just like it's like that's their peace like those days, days. right <laughs> <laughs> they just want to get to their friend group like that gives them like okay like I'm 
this is how I want to be, you know, but also to the point about like how they're all having moms wake them up. Although Bishop has like, yeah, he has his grandmother and there's a love there. There's a grandmother, grandson love there. His house is quiet in comparison yes. to all the other houses. And then it's yes. like, check on my dad. That's mute. That has no nothing with me that don't say nothing to me. Like, why am I checking on him? So it just kind of feels like he's waking up like in a last image in the house. Like that's the last time we see everyone else. Like they go back to the house. They go when they're in the house, right when they're about to leave, you know, Quincy's mom is like, you ain't joining no army. Not because I'm trying to be rude and I'm trying to control you, but it's like, I love you too much. I don't want, I don't want anything to happen to you, you know? And Quincy, Mm -hmm. you know, um, still, you know, oh, put your coat on. It's cold outside. You know, that's a loving thing to say. Sure. Raheem, hey, what's going on between you and your sister? Nothing, mom. Like, it's playful. The last image we see of Bishop is him putting $5 in his dad's pocket. Or pocket. And it's and it's very, although there's, you know, sure he has a home to go home to, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean the home is warm. And yeah. if it could be, sure, scattered, busy, Monday morning, loud, talking about all the different things, it's still full. It still has warmth. And I was also saying, I was also thinking the same thing about how Raheem gets up and how Bishop gets up. You know, they don't really need nobody to give them that wake up call. I We'll get into it, I'm sure, but that's also why I feel like um, Bishop kind of had a thing because I feel like all the Ra- Raheem's kind of like like he's a natural leader. He kind of like shows up as the leader within the team within the group, yeah. and they all hate. But he views them, even though I'm kind of like maybe I am supposed to be the older one or whatever I am. I'm the only one that got a baby. I don't know, but it seemed like that's Raheem kind of vibe. And I think deep down that was something that Bishop was like, dang, like. I want to be a leader too because I'm not winning in nothing else. I don't have mm-hmm. the warmth. My dad don't even know me. I don't know where my mama at. I don't even know mama, daddy, whatever. Like, it just seemed like, ah, like I need to win in something. So if I got to win within my friend group, then so be it. I know that's going like deeper into it, but that's kind of how I felt like that's, you know, mm-hmm. that's kind of how it is. So I definitely, sorry, go ahead. No, say I, I agree. I agree. It felt very, even though like we're brothers, Raheem felt very paternal to me. He yep. was a daddy for real. He literally, literally. you you was not a daddy to Keisha's baby, which is what you should have been doing. Did y'all notice Raheem, his son's mother, and his son was matching in orange and black? No. I no. did not know that. And I know this caught his my car eye. Met his his the and then the girls. The girls, the, um, the car, new boo. Yeah, yeah, his car was orange too. I'm like, oh, why are they all in orange? I'm like, what? What is going on? They, but it was, they really a unit. And it was funny watching it because it's like you're seeing like exes go back and forth in front of this baby. But I'm like, but y'all matching though. So, I did not even notice it. Liam, it was it had the same like bright orange bubble jacket. And the baby did, they did. In the same bright orange car that her new boo um she got in with. And he pissed about it. And you you I real, mean you real pissed about it, even though you cursed me out. I mean, but that's typical guy though. Yeah, that's, man. Oh, don't guys, that's typical toxic guy. He's so, talking about oh. if we was together, you wouldn't have no issues. Baby, what you could just be giving me my check. You can just be giving me this cash. Why we got to be together for, for, for the baby to be all right? See, exactly. this is a problem. 
but after after this um morning routine all the all the guys are out the house and we see the first of many altercations that bishop gets into Mm -hmm. and this first one is with um i'm assuming he calls him a puerto rican gang Mm -hmm. and they're you know they're like um i guess taunting him teasing him he's fighting back one thing i noticed as a theme is people calling him crazy yeah and we can we'll get to the mental health stuff but multiple people are called refer to bishop as crazy and then we don't we don't know why his father or what um disability his father has if it's mental or physical or both right but is there something that's um i guess in the air with people like oh bishop you y'all oh you crazy or you know you you effed up because you can't wait the the guy that was taunting him was like oh you can't um mess up something that's already effed up or whatever like you just like your dad like mm-hmm. then he right. said like his um apparently his dad was was in prison but i'm sure is is deeper than that right the issue with his dad but we do see the first of many altercations that bishop does have throughout this movie 100 true and so they y'all say they fight his friends do help this time yeah they help you and Raheem and them they try to step in to kind of like we'll break it up a bit yeah after he exacerbated it when he noticed them coming yeah yeah you know it's he, true he sweetened it and like he made oh I'm big and bad like bravado he did thousand. because it was he was um it was like five against one he and then knew you see girl. his friends and he like it was about up. eight against he bucked one. up right right but Child. then he don't want to he don't want to be sheepish and weak in front of him it's again like i want to be a leader too like he's fighting for that power throughout this whole movie i kept thinking like what does bishop want like what do you it, you know and and if you don't want to be afraid if you want to feel like you have control over yourself if you want people to know that you got the juice if you want to feel like a badass you don't really need your friend group in order to do that but it it seems like he does mm-hmm. you know you could have fought those men you would have lost the fight i mean but you you could have done that you know I'm sure that Rodimus is not going to always be with these people. Like there, it seems like there are opportunities for Bishop to prove himself in that, you know, unhealthy, unsustainable way that he wants to prove himself. But it seems like he needs his friends to be either an audience or an active participant. And that's what makes it like all the more sad to me, like just troubling, I should say, not necessarily sad. There's an article from The Guardian written in 2011, and um, they have a quote from the director, who was also a co-writer, and it says, the character of Bishop was one that on the surface seemed easy to play. All you had to do was put in rage. But most actors miss that rage comes from deep hurt and insecurity. Tupac understood that. And you're saying that's pretty like that's how Tupac got the role because it's not just about he wasn't just mad or angry or just upset that that came from 
pain and insecurity mm-hmm. insecurity probably because of whatever issue his father has yep and maybe being embarrassed or whatever mm-hmm. issue he has because i'm i'm sure bishop got some issues exactly whatever issue is that insecurity of not letting anybody i guess see see who you are or yep no um any what do you call it i don't want to say false but just imperfections mm-hmm. right you want people to know your imperfections so you're going to be like nope i'm gonna get you before you even get a chance for you would get to, a chance to see anything about me Mm-hmm. okay so after this scuffle in front of the bodega we realize these guys don't intend on going to school even though that's where they should be this is a skip day or a skip every day pretty much yeah. a skip semester <laughs> so they end up at what is this, a store or a pool hall where their friend was robbing the place? It seemed like this is after um, Quincy and he took his friends to the record store to steal some records oh, so he could practice. Yes, yes, and then yes, he yes. goes into this bar and I think he he tries to make a, he makes a phone call, but then he also like buys Raheem some cigarettes because he's smoking with cigarettes. Well, also mentioned throughout this movie, Quincy is his, he's a DJ. There's this mm-hmm. DJ competition that he's really interested in. And as you said in the beginning scene, there's all you see is records in the opening scene. And so Q is, is a music guy and he loves his music. He wants to be a DJ. He's um, invested in this DJ competition and so, yeah, they go to the record store. He kind of sweet talks with the lady behind the counter. You can tell he's he's bullshitting just so his friends can steal records for him. And, you know, that's, that's what his focus is throughout the movie. So, like I said, they're on this, I don't know, skip school, everyday mission. Mm-hmm. They're at the record store. They're buying cigarettes. They're going to the bar. They end up at this one place where a guy they, they know well tells Q that he's gonna rob the place and asks him if he wants in on it. And Q's like, no, nah, I'm good. No, and he's I'm like, good. <laughs> he just gets out of there. So then all the guys are outside and he's telling them, he's like, yo, um, what's Lizard his name? Lizard, yeah, sticking <laughs> the place up. And uh, Bishop hothead self. Oh, let's go in there. Like, what's going on? Because the first, no, first he asked him, he was like, Oh, he let you out. And he was like, He asked me if I wanted a piece of it. And Bishop's like, Hell yeah, we want a piece of it. And he was like, No, this is not what we're doing. And so you can kind of see the dynamic of the friends that Bishop is kind of like this hothead. And Q, throughout the movie, I would say Q seems very level headed. Yeah. And so does so does Raheem. Still just I seems know. like a like a baby. Well, still seems more like a baby. Like he just Yeah, a little bit of like the I guess the more inexperienced or immature, I don't know how to put him in, but he still seems like he'll get it. Like you he'll get it. But Bishop seems like he just 
doesn't want to get it like he yeah. is you know it seems like for the most part even though still's a little bit like he's still like still we're not doing this you get why right okay let's yeah. move on it's like bishop's like no man y'all don't get it. it like he just seems like you are just really really immature you really not trying to hear me right now you know he's blocked you do get the sense that if Steele was hanging out with three other bishops as opposed to one bishop and two Raheems, that he probably would have gone along and and joined Blizzard in the chaos. He's very impressionable. Feels, yeah, it feels like sure. I'm just gonna go along. I'm, you know, this is what we're doing. This is this is how it's gonna be. Okay, you know, you get that, and I, that's why I think he is something i mean i clearly we didn't they're gonna go so 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 deep into steel but i get the vibe like you to your point i get the vibe like yeah it depends on who he's around mm-hmm. but i think a part of him knows he's better for it to be around like but raheem man why you did yeah. it raheem like he knows like, better he knows, he knows better, better but i think he's afraid stupid. to say and i think there's he's not some, there yet yeah i i think there's i think immaturity is the is definitely the way to describe him i think in every scene there he he feels very young you know i think when we get to the to the scene where they're robbing um quillis's place if i'm saying his name correctly the bodega yeah there's definitely some immaturity there that i'm like okay you know but i know that you know we're not there yet yeah so after so after um they leave this place they end up at Steele's house he cooks them this ridiculous meal. I don't know, eggs mixed with bacon and hot sauce. And, and that looked like bologna. And cereal and um, eggs and bacon. Now, and I ain't toast. gonna lie. Because I like eggs. And milk. I like eggs too, but I like my eggs. It looked kind of good to me until he was pouring the 40 the up 40 in there. In I was like, wait, what, what, what are we doing? And then I saw the ketchup on the stove and I'm like, what are we doing with the ketchup? Oh, like disgustingness. And quit calling this bacon. This is Oscar Mayer. This is bologna. <laughs> cray cray. This is bologna. It ain't mortadella. It's bologna. Okay. okay. Come on, man. So they're at Steele's house. The TV is on. First, they're watching this movie. And then breaking news, the place where they just were um blizzard who was sticking up the place who asked q if he wanted some action and they had a uh, talk bishop and saying no we're not doing this we're going home the guys shot and killed by police mm-hmm. and so you can see the different reactions bishop is like oh we definitely should have been there because mm-hmm. we could have you know he would still be alive q was like no if we were there then there'll be five guys dead, not just one. Five, <laughs> five, five dead, dead niggas. And Come so on you, now. See, you see this, like you can kind of see where their each of their heads is at. And then um again with this crazy, I I, I noticed that every time someone calls Bishop crazy, he flips out. Flips, yeah. Because even when Q was like, man, Bishop, you crazy. And then that's when he kind of flips on him mm-hmm. and they yelling back and forth. F you, F you. Raheem was like, okay, guys, like y'all stop this. Stop. 
Y'all need to stop. It sounded like a dad breaking up <laughs> a fight between his two sons. Like, you you say you're sorry, Bishop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Come on. Even when they were outside yeah. the bar and Bishop is trying to go into the bar, Raheem physically stops him and saying, I'm not letting you. I, I said no, didn't I? I already spoke on the matter. We're not doing this. I'm not letting any of us go down the way I know Blizzard is about to go down that crazy motherfucker is going down and I'm not letting that happen to y'all. I'm not letting that happen to my kids. It's <laughs> like, and so I wonder okay. in different black male groups, is, is there that the dad um, figure? Like how, yeah, we, that have paternal the figure, because I think the only one that we see who has a dad in the house is still Love that's Bishop. it. Technic- technically well, Bishop, I, yes you're right you're right but, I shouldn't say that but that's was a good point because sometimes when men when their dad is absent men be well young boys have to kind of grow up fast and become mm-hmm. the man of the house especially when they're siblings because Q does have a younger brother mm-hmm. and then Raheem has a sister but again I don't know if his sister is older or younger but again, we're talking about a, a man with two two women in the house. So he's gonna exactly. care for his mom and his sister the same yeah. way. And I'm I'm thinking that she's older only because she wasn't talking about going to school. Oh, yeah, she was, she was going talking to work. about a job interview. Right. So I, I think that she's probably older, but you're exactly right. What a man like Raheem is thinking, I have two women in the house that I have to protect. True. And also deep down, it could be something coming from the fact that, you know, he knows that, you know, it's that, um, it's that, uh, misplaced pent up like guilt perhaps yeah. that he has from the fact that, you know, he has a troubled relationship with his girlfriend. Yeah. He made the, he's so mad at her and calling her out her name and all this stuff. It's coming from the fact that, you know, your life not together, you know, you, what are, I mean, you sure you got your friends and stuff, but what are you really doing? So this kind of is like a thing for him to kind of be parental or fatherly mm-hmm. to his, to his group, because, you know, he has an older sister. He doesn't have anybody younger. And even though we know his true age, you know, even in this group, he seems like he is the oldest yeah so you know he kind of is doing what he should be doing for his relationship and I think you know it was a short scene but like her him seeing her go off with the guy you know they kind of they show his face you know that's like disappointment you know because he kind of wishes he could step up to the point to the to the plate mm-hmm. so that's probably you know again like a deep 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 layer that maybe they was trying to convey and um I didn't really realize it until like when I watched it again when we gonna talk about in vogue when we gonna get there? Cause Cindy, I got things oh, to say yeah. about Miss Yolanda. Okay. So, so Q, he is the only one that has a love interest. He is with yeah. an older woman, Miss Cindy. Well, still was from, doing the Uchi coochie. Well, with, um, was he? Because his friends, they they wasn't believing the story. Like they was I like, okay, <laughs> I wouldn't believe it. Right? It was like, did you? Did, did in you? your head? You in your dreams? You was doing the Uchi coochie. Mona right daydreams so Q is having relations with an older woman she's getting divorced possibly yes has her she own has apartment. the nerve she has the nerve mm-hmm. you gonna invite Q to your house while you kicking out your husband you're gonna invite 
your let's say we don't know what he a, did we don't know what that guy did say, but i my thing is this q is in high school it don't matter to me if i don't like you q I'm not saying I would be dating a high school boy, but what I am saying is that I don't care what the ex-husband thinks of any guy that I'm bringing around because, like, who's to say what the husband did? Like, I am done. I don't care what I mean, he thinks of me. I mean, that's absolutely true, but I just feel like why, if you are interested in this new guy, why would you have him around? Like, that's such an uncomfortable position to put someone in. Like, come on. Like, out of all, come on. Like, now, maybe, maybe. She felt, like, playful. She, like, she doesn't really he, like. Maybe she didn't know he was coming over. That could be it the case. Could have been on. It was a, that was on purpose. Come on, I just know My you too damn coming. grown. You're a nurse. You're a nurse. So I'm assuming you've had Don't some schooling. Nothing. I'm assuming you've had some schooling. So I'm assuming you are not 17. No, right. Been, so why are you with this little 20. boy? But I get that. But also, it could have been a situation where she's like since I am a little bit older and I am playing around with this younger guy at the end of the day, let's just You're say- You're raping just this say, younger guy. Let, 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 let's well, just say okay. that. You have to That's use the Q, right language Q, here. Q could be 18. We don't know. Yeah, I'm saying we, we don't, don't know, know the age. old he is in the movie. He could be We 18. don't know. If you're a I, senior, I don't like you're 18. It. Well, Ernest Dickerson, let me know. Because I'm going to send some- I'm, Let me know. We're, 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 we could, let's just say he's 18. Let's just say let's he's 18. Let's just say he's 17. Well, let's not, you know, I well, would say everything on level play. rape laws in New York in the 90s. We don't know. So we don't know. They so we could just, 16 I had a problem. It just felt like there was a lot of that that I was catching on to in the movie because I remember seeing Samuel L. Jackson with the young when, girl. When, yeah, when Q was coming from meeting with uh the doll, Queen Latifah, yeah. after she had the curse flex out because his uh, audition tape was trash. You know, he's coming back and we see Samuel L. Jackson like hitting on a, a young little thing. And I'm like, that girl don't look grown to me. No. Sam, you look like a grown ass man. Mm-hmm. You look real grown. Why are you talking to this little girl? And it felt like stuff like that got pushed to the margins on purpose. I feel like, because like this, this is stuff that they that they are dealing with. Like these are kids. And I understand even if he's 18, cut it out. Like you a kid at 18. Like there are some people who are taking care of themselves who are very mature at the age of 18. I cannot say that for Quincy. You still need your mom to wake you up for school. You are a child. For that serious thing to only be a backdrop, like they are dealing with, some shit the thing that confused me about the situation i get if you're an older woman and you just want something young in your bed because you over your husband and it's not a relate it's not a relationship this is just you know you're married you're getting divorced you just trying to that's you know it's probably stressful you just need a stress reliever Mm -hmm. i get q is a stress reliever but what was odd to me was that she knew the friends and that they had her number because even when um still called her house yeah exactly i'm like okay so y'all this ain't just a a come through you know when my husband at home this ain't no side piece this is like right we friends yeah I got the feeling from it. I got the feeling from that. Like, I didn't, I didn't, I see your point, Ashley. I didn't view it from like, 
it was that way. I'm viewing as like you know, Q is like older. He's eighteen. He's a he's a he's a he's a, you know. I took it from there, like she's liking him, but I took it like she's a girl from around the way that they kind of knew. They never said about it, but that's how I kind of viewed it because for her to know, I like still like what's going, like what you know, like I feel like you know what's the likelihood of them all laughing and giggling up in her house and she's just not leaving her husband so i don't think it was like that kind of camaraderie i kind of feel like you know you kind of knew her it was some kind of some kind of connection so maybe it's a girl from around the way the older girl that they liked or something like that and then somehow along the way they're they're connected that's why it just felt I mean, even though the, they were the together predators, the predators live in the neighborhood when i when i saw belly and when dmx's character is um, having sex with that young girl and she, Ashley, you think that's when she's same? on the phone when no. she's on the phone with him and she's like <laughs> I was, I'm 16 so he said we can't fuck yet you know and but I was I like well honey you did you you did fuck him like you, you sucked his dick like that's that that don't feel inappropriate to you there was a part of me that didn't feel like oh my gosh this is oh my gosh I'm so I'm this I'm troubled seeing this you know because she's felt like a willing participant but at the same time, you, you're a kid. So I don't give a damn if you was chasing him, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. He's the adult. He should know to leave you alone. You know, I, I think that the same maybe could be said for, for Quincy. It just felt, a, it just felt very inappropriate to me. Like, even if he is 18, fine, he's 18. It felt very inappropriate for me to watch this woman who I am considering grown. I don't care how you know her. I really don't care how you know her. It just, it just felt like gross to me. No, I mean, I can only respect where you're coming from. I didn't get that vibe. I didn't get that. I didn't get that feeling. I didn't get that. They did I, didn't make it less, in that I think it's, it's difficult to, sometimes it's difficult to read black men as victims no. of assault I, I of sexual assault I, I, I don't think it's I think it's I think it's difficult to read men period as victims of sexual assault well do you I didn't think really maybe, go ahead yeah, I didn't really get it but because I hear some conversations now with men saying that they even if they were victims in a predatory situation they didn't feel that way until now, mm-hmm. 10, 15 years later, looking back, they're like, oh my gosh, maybe, you know, I'm thinking I'm bagging this older chick. Yeah. Wait, was I, a, was I a victim? Oh, cause I thought, I thought I was, I was doing something. So it could mm-hmm. be from a male's perspective. They're not seeing that when they're 17, 18, they're thinking they're doing something get yeah. the older chick but later with 35 40 they're like i don't may maybe yeah you know it might be different and it's complicated too because she does seem to provide a safe space for him like he goes there and he kind of gets away from it all you're not in your mom's house with her bugging you about filling out a job application for some you know probably a a job that you don't really want to do you know you're not dealing with the friend dynamic and dealing with bishop who at in the split second will start yelling and becoming very aggressive 
you're not at school, which is a place you don't want to be. Like you, you feel a little bit more grown up with her. You feel like I can, I'm, I'm away from, from the, from the trials of just every day. It seemed, but maybe it's because we don't necessarily follow the other, the film doesn't privilege the other men the way that it privileges Q, but it feels like, is he the only one that has that? Because a safe space, a safe space, like a safe, a safe space to kind of run to. It seems like he has that in his music. He also has that in Yolanda, even though I'm calling it predatory for him. Unfortunately, it is a safe space, you know, but do you feel that his house is unsafe? I don't think, well, maybe safe space isn't the right word, but I'm saying like you're in your mom's house. It's still your mom's house. And Bishop know where your mama lived because he was outside the window yelling your name. And it's also you're living by your mom's (laughs) rules. You know, it's just another outlet. She's like any other girlfriend or boyfriend. You go to their house. It's like, oh, I just got to leave my house. Oh, I got to leave my mama's house. She was just another thing. But I I do get, I do get what what you're saying. Yolanda is complicated because she was very helpful and she cared about all of them. Mm-hmm. Do you think yeah. maybe if they never had sex, you would feel differently? Like if this was just a girl that he liked. That's a good, that's a good point. And that he would just confide in. But she was like, we can do everything except that. I think that it would. I would have a difficult time saying that their relationship is wrong. Sometimes when I see two people of the opposite sex that are not like related, I immediately assume that there's a romantic connection. So it still probably would have made me feel uncomfortable, but that would have been my personal issue. It wouldn't have like, this just feels objectively wrong to me. I wish we knew how old she was. I think she's grown. I mean, yeah, but let's say... (laughs) That's, I mean, grown can be 22, 25. We don't know how old she was when she got married. You yeah. know, she got but married I mean, at I 18. Think, I, I don't think, well, <clears throat> I mean, I, I, yeah, sure. I wish, I wish we knew that. I just doubt she's 19. I doubt she's a, a nurse. At no, 19. I would say 22. I would say with 22, 20, 20 to 25. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I don't think she's 35. Yeah. I don't either. So the crew the guys have this plan to rob the bodega well we did mention briefly that q um he enters this dj competition he does the audition with queen latifah she likes you know she's interested in him and the i guess the dj battle is saturday night Mm -hmm. saturday night is the night that bishop this is bishop's plan to rob the bodega and he wants all his friends there which i don't know why he needed all four of them i know why Um, why he needs support bishop is really really like he want to be like this but it's all fake he has the insecurity he has the you know, he does he lacks confidence. He won't do it he, by himself. He won't do it by himself. He's very sheepish. 
And that's why it scared him. I know we're going to get to it, but it scared him when all the stuff was going down. That like he was kind of surprising himself, but it kind of gave him strength. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, he needed a whole bunch of backup because he was like, well, I, I, I don't really want to do this by myself. He gets something out of calling Q scared and a punk and a bitch. Like, he gets something out of that. And He's I don't know if that's... I think. Hmm? I think he could be projecting one i don't want to be the only one who's scared and two i need to feel better than this person because i know i'm not that scared i know i'm because i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do this yeah and i think he also to your point ashley i think he also is like he feels that others see him he feels like people see my weakness so i got to like Mm -hmm. guard up so but on the inside he like envies them in ways or like honestly maybe not even envy like he wish he could be like them and i think that's the same thing i'm saying the same thing but Mm -hmm. i don't think it's coming from like a malicious place like he kind of wish he was that kind of q has this kind of independence and this vibe on his own lane and he don't really he has a strong silent confidence you know raheem Mm -hmm. is this bold guy uh still is kind of whatever still is but still still like you know, he's, he's, he's okay, you yeah. know? And I think he's like, but something about Bishop is like, I mean, something about um Q was like, hey, like, oh, you know, like you got all these things, you got this vibe, you got this kind of coolness about you. You got and something that's... going on. You have this, yeah. you have this woman talent. in your life, you have talent, you have something that's going to take you away from the group. So does Raheem. Raheem does got, at some point you're going to deal with being a dad at some point so that's gonna take you away from this it's gonna be me and still you know that can't that ain't gonna go nowhere that ain't gonna be no good you know what no 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 yeah so he projecting on him and it's making him like and he i think he kind of hate that 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 q was like oh like I'm not even on what you on. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't even, like, I think Q, like, he gets mad, but you could just tell He Q gets was mad like, when people don't give in to him. Right. You know, like, like I, and I wonder, sorry. I felt like, I wonder why the film didn't show the conversation between the three men when they decide that they're going to rob the store. Because True. what do y'all really need? Like, you get the sense that, well, can we just get to it? Like, can we get yeah. to the, the gusto? I was surprised Raheem was for it. Me I too. get still, but like, I was like, Raheem, you, you too, Raheem? Exactly. Exactly. Like, it doesn't feel like money is the, like, the crux here. Like, it doesn't- What's the like, motivation? What's, what's going on? Like, we don't see anyone really struggling financially here. And I'm sure that, you know? that, you know, ain't nobody rich here. Like, ain't but it's nobody not rich. A, it was okay. It's not desperate. It ain't, yeah, they're not like, desperate. We're not, we, we might be living a life of precarity, but we ain't down and out now. Everybody's going home. Everybody's eating. Everybody got the heat on. You know what I'm saying? Right. It, it just felt like this is, this is not about money. This is about something else. Well, we know yeah. what Bishop's um, motivation is. He wants to be, he wants to be somebody because even when, um, what's his name? Who, who robbed, who robbed the place and got shot and died. Yeah. He was just like, um, what did he say? 
oh, we need, you have to, he, Bishop was always talking about, you have to stand up for something. You got to be somebody. You got to, you got to die for this. No, he was giving all these, I don't want to call them motivational speeches, but what do you, what do you call it? He was, he was very amped up about it. Like, you know, yeah. you got to be willing to die for this. You got to yeah. be somebody. I want people to, to like, to know me, like, you know. Yeah. And you and I wish I oh, had damn. an opportunity to watch the film. They're watching a film called White Heat. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, at the end of the film, when he's saying, um, made it my top of the world, but it seems like there's just this explosion going on around him. It seems like Bishop is attracted to the infamy. Like he's just like, yeah. oh my gosh, look at the way he died. Look at the way Blizzard goes out. Like that's what I, you know, what, what you know, but again, Blizzard does this alone. The man in the right. film, it seems like he's doing this alone. You right. gotta be paired up with people. Why Why can't you do this alone? Too scared. Too scared. He just can't seem to do stuff on his own accord. And like you said, I think he is, like when he jumped off off the couch, and I know we're going back on it, but yeah, he was attracted to it. Like when you said about the movie, like when he was like, oh my God, wow. And it's like, what? But it's something deeper. No, he shot, he shot Shorty in the back. Yeah, like, okay. Mm-mm. He wants that kind of like, I think he wants to be seen. And I think maybe a part of it, again, going back to the beginning with the whole house, like, yeah, your grandma see you, but your grandma is slow moving. Yeah. And da, 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 da. Your dad does not see you. And I think he, if that dad could see him and have some kind of engagement with him, I think he would have, Bishop would have been a whole nother person. But he just feels like maybe he is getting seen from his family members or his grandmother. Like you said, it's very doting. Who's to say? But like the fact that his father doesn't see him is very impactful to him. And and where is your mother? I don't know. Hey, wait, your real uh, you got your real daddy. But yeah, where your mama at? I don't know. She could have left him. It could be a jail situation. It could be anything. Cause this and like and because this is your maybe maternal she, maybe grandmother. She, I, I get right. the sense that that's oh, her son. You know, because you go check on your dad. That's probably her son. Right. You know? And who maybe his mom even let him go. That's another thing, too. He may be unseen by both parents. Maybe the mama don't want him. To your point, Ashley's just the paternal grandmama. And then your daddy just sitting up in the same house and y'all have nothing. It's something deeper. Definitely. So the guys, they convinced Q to sneak out of his DJ competition to rob this store. (laughs) Yeah, they do it. They have a gun, and they do it. Bishop messes up, pulls the trigger, and intentionally messes up. That was yeah. intentional. Yeah, sad and very. He, weird. Allegedly, he says, "You know, he, he was moved. moving," but then they're like, "No, he wasn't. We was looking at him." Right, and, and he also says, which is true. What still says your name? Still said your name because still is looking at some like batteries or something. He's like, Raheem, you know, he don't get the whole name out, oh. but it's like he gets a little bit of the name out. He would have known who robbed them, you know. But it doesn't even matter. You wanted to kill that man, right? You wanted to do it, and, and then and I think he also felt the heat that dang. Raheem said, no, nah, man, we was looking right at you. It was like, ugh. 
you know, now like I'm a was, liar. Now I'm a right. liar. Right. Now I'm a liar. Now you saying like it was different if Steel said it, you know, you could probably be like, you know what, man, shut up. But when Raheem said, no, nah, man, he wasn't what was looking right at him. It was like, whoo, I am I am being seen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I you know, at all the people, you caught me. I'm gonna stand up. You may push me out of the group. You so strong of a leader. I may not be your friend no more. You you gotta go. You you gotta go. When they cornered him, he was like, what? he made a move. He made a move. It's like liar. That was a very and you mm, you killed two people in a matter of minutes. Well, well, let's get to that. So they they run out the store. They're like, oh my god, Bishop, you just not the plan, so right? They run out the store. Um, Q was still trying to get back to his DJ thing, so they they running a- alibi, to, yeah. To get to get back to the DJ thing, and um, Bishop don't like to be confronted. He don't like to be told what to do. And did wait? Did Raheem call him crazy? Because I know that's Bishop's trigger word. Mm, um, I can't remember. I don't remember it. I don't remember either. But anyway, you know Raheem's going at him. And then Bishop kills Raheem. Dan goes to, sorry, tell me if I'm too jumpy, but they're trying to figure all this out. The, well, no, excuse me. I know, Nicole, I know you're leading it off because I feel like I made- No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I was really going to say, I mean, of course, now the police is involved. They do this whole question and interrogation. And, well, they, and they go back. Yeah. They go back to the DJ, the DJ. Yeah. Thing. And then Bishop shows up and was like, hey, man, they say, they say, they yeah. say, thank you, Raheem. It was it's like, like oh, okay. dead. And yeah. they don't know what happened. Well, like, yeah. damn, it's like, you ain't got no, imp- no, no nothing. <laughs> and I, was, one thing I really liked about that is once Raheem is murdered and you know we see images because we're all everything is being filtered through Q's perspective and we see images of or we see a a clip of him a clip of Raheem telling Q good luck you know good luck at, at the DJ contest and then in the background you hear round two because it is literally round two of the competition but it's like this is round, round two, two of, of my life because like everything after this after this moment literally nothing will be the same like nothing. i i have made it to the point in my life where nothing will be the, the same. same i robbed a man i was a part of a murder i was a part of two murders like Witness, this is yeah. I, yeah, I, nothing will be the same here. Heck no. No, nothing's so now be the same. They're being questioned by police, interrogated. Still was crying. Like we child, know he, he, child, he was uh child. He know what to do. He was very still was the only out. one allowing himself to be human because I know I would have been balling too. I th- yep. I think I think Q was of course like trying to save face, but you know, he just played the stoic role because he was still processing it. Right. And and Bishop was like, honestly, sure, there was like, I'm sure deep down it was fear, but a part of him felt powerful in the moment that he did this. And he was like, they don't know. They know yeah. I'm about to laugh. I was trying to find some psych a psychology psychological analysis about oh, what Bishop. he was doing. Because this this man was like, 
he get a kick out of it. Went to a different, no, went to a different person, like personality. Oh yeah, he did. You know, I, you know, the, the, I ran into an old girlfriend. Went downstairs, you know, went to the basement, making stories up. It's like he was just, just on it, and I'm like, it damn. felt like bipolar but also but also like sociopath like he oh definitely sociopath but it wasn't it's it's like it's weird and I don't I'm not no mental health scholar but it felt like he felt no remorse for killing his friend Mm -mm. none when he when the cops came to the competition and he was like yo Raheem's dead somebody shot him if I was a cop, I'm like, that's the way you tell your friend that? That's the way it, it sounded like you don't care. What really got me the most with Juice, the scene that really stands out to me is Q, excuse me, Bishop at the funeral. Oh, the nerve. The nerve. <laughs> the, the nerve. Lies. The lies. The lies. That was one scene. We'll get to the other scene. That was the first scene that had me that, you know, it makes you jump. It's like, you know, Bishop walks in like and the they're idiot. at the, um, I don't, it's, just, it's not the funeral. What do you call it? Like oh, the sorry. Repass. Yeah. yeah, the repass when they're at Raheem's family's house mm-hmm. and Q and Steele are there and, you know, Raheem's mother's crying, sister crying baby mama with her son just bawling and bishop walks in and you can see q is just looking like like what the fuck you doing here (laughs) he backs away he actually slowly walks away sorry yeah Yeah. bishop hugs hugs raheem's mom and talking to the sister yeah and, you know, when he was like, yeah, she was like, you know, she said, how you doing? He was like, I should be asking you then. I was like, Bishop, stop. Stop. I, I mean, there's he, also yeah. a sense like, I don't really feel things. I don't really feel things the way everybody else does. So I was going to say that he, um, what do you call it when you, when you disassociate? Yeah. That, I think, I think it's more of more of that. Some Cognitive yeah. dissonance. Is that the name of it? I could be wrong. I, I, just, I think disassociate is like the perfect thing. Like, cause that is, li- True. I just, and also I get the sense that he likes terrorizing Q in a way. Like, I, I know, I don't, I feel like he get a little kick out of scaring Q the way that he does. Yeah. And his power is up after these killings. Like it really gave him strength. Like yeah. if he don't, he did something, he made an impact. Like he can say that. You know, and this was like in the in the night. He stole the money. He won. He's the winner. So he does like now. He's if he was bold before, now he's bold times a thousand now. And, and Raheem was yeah. the only one that was restraining that full blown bishop of bishopness. Good point, Ashley. You yes. know, like he, because wait, what was his excuse? Because after after they killed um the guy in the bodega. Mm-hmm. Raheem was like, you know, you need to give me the gun yeah. because right. you, you don't need to have this gun. First of all, we're at a murder. The police are going to look for a gun. Just give me the gun because you are, you're not responsible with this. And Bishop is like, no. So Raheem tries to get the gun from Bishop 
and that's when bishop shoots him yeah but then his his rationale is that oh right raheem tried to get it from me you know you don't you're not supposed to do that you're not supposed to go right. grab a gun from somebody this is what happens when you grab a gun from somebody you get shot and then you know, I think it was like Q, I can't remember if it was Q or still, they were like, but that's Raheem though. Right. Yeah. But in Bishop's mind, he was like, but but still, it's like, it he's, he's trying to piece, he's trying to make it make sense, but it's, there's no, there's no, there's no empathy, yeah. compassion. It's- You're trying, he's trying to rationalize his instability and his desire for, for chaos. Like he's right. trying to make that make sense. It it feels like after the repast, however, he doesn't even care about rationalizing anything. And the, when they're in school, because see how fast people get on the straight and narrow when shit go down. <laughs> Q's like, let me take my ass to school. Let me go see what's up with his locker. Well, Q was avoiding Bishop because yes. that's when he was at home. And Bishop was calling from outside and Q's little brother was about to like, you know, say what's up. And Q was like, uh-uh, we not, we not, We're not doing, doing that. Mm-hmm. And he was like, if, if Bishop calls or comes over here, tell him I'm not home, you know. I'm gonna give you this boom box. You better do it right. Like, what you else? want, what you want. <laughs> like how much money you want. <laughs> take, take this boom box. I'm not I... home. Okay, you better and do right. And so Q goes to school because they never, they don't go to school. So I guess Q's thinking, whoa, they ain't gonna, ain't gonna see him there. Place, last place, last place he's gonna, gonna show up. up. But Bishop <laughs> shows up at the lock. And this was the scene. It's like, it's still, even though I know, like, I know Bishop is behind the locker. I know he is. <laughs> and like, I still jump when he closes that locker yes. and Bishop is there. <laughs> It's so many memes that have. That. I know they have it in cartoon form. You seen the cartoon form? Oh no, I don't. They put it. You know how people can make can make yourself into um, what was it the Pixar cartoon? You know how mm-hmm. Pixar have that? Yeah. You know their um signature cartoon face. Yeah. They have Bishop and Q in like Pixar cartoon at the locker scene i saw that it's like the locker scene and the elevator scene oh yes are just yes. top yes. notch <laughs> it's like on par with you know you told harpo to beat me like you just okay. know what's going you know that image you do you definitely do know that what kills me is and this is why i say it was never about money but Bishop got on all the jewelry. It's like, Ew, that's where I didn't money even went. You know, after he kills Raheem and they run off. Well, he takes the money. He, he, he comes right back and takes the money. And Raheem does like a last little thing before he, yeah. Yeah. Fades. Mm-hmm. So also around this time, Q, Q knows that he he's a man on his own like he he don't trust bishop so no. he goes and gets gets a illegal gun i guess from a family friend oh because <laughs> she knew the mama well well he don't know her because he was like oh i'm here to see sweets right and like and she's like do i know you and he was just like you can say he's just like uh i want some protection <laughs> 
and he and she she's the one that's like oh you um so-and-so's son ain't you and i know you like, yeah mm-hmm. he was like tell your mom i said hi he was like uh oh, okay yes. i guess <laughs> i'm really gonna tell her that's, so like, that's, the, that's the only reason she he got the gun right. because all he had was twenty five dollars and she oh, was yeah. like, "Honey, was like, you, no. I can't even give you, <laughs> give you a slingshot. You can't get. I can't. You ain't gonna be able to get nobody no paper cut with twenty five. Right, right. You a ream of paper for twenty five dollars. Twenty five dollars. Okay. I'm not. I'm not about to give you a lighter. But honey, I'm not you know, doing it. She she does offer him protection, which he throws away. Bishop. It seems like Q still cares for Bishop in a way like it's it's moved past fear and it's become I have to save my friend from this destruction that he is creating for himself because Q is right like after you kill me what else you gonna do Bishop who else you you done killed um Rodimus we didn't we so so he runs into Rodimez in the street. Rodimez is the guy from the Puerto Rican gang from the first in the beginning of the movie that taunts him, called his up father, on him, said his father like being a prison yard hoe, you know, all this other stuff. <laughs> and funny. so he he catches Rodimez by himself. He's mm-hmm. not with his crew, and Bishop kills him. Yeah, there's a sense that you know I understand. I don't like it, but the slang of Rodimez and the and the bodega owner, like Rodimez, you were always gonna taunt me. You were never gonna make me feel safe in my home. Getting rid of you makes sense. Getting rid of the person who owns the bodega kind of makes sense because, but but there's just gonna be another bodega owner that comes in and inflicts their own type of terrorism. For that man to come out with a gun, you know, threatening to shoot those potential like those people like you're in their neighborhood you know you like really you had to bring out a gun because you saw us fighting i like get what you're saying but i think if you go back to the 90s with and the the atmosphere of the 90s with Mm -hmm. crime remember new york city used to be the crime capital of the country Mm -hmm. especially in the 90s and so I'm sure there's plenty of bodega owners that had that had their gun. That's where yeah. that's why people. And it's have- probably all, I said like you're in their neighborhood as if that's not also his neighborhood. He probably you know grew up there too. Right. So I I take that back. But I, I was gonna say that's how you get those those places that have the bulletproof glass at the yeah. Chinese restaurant or the check cashing. It's bulletproof glass because. You know, they they're really in this in this environment where if I don't shoot first, y'all I'm gonna die. And then even the guys, the boy said, even though he has a gun, he's not gonna shoot. Like they knew shoot, yeah. Like they knew that it was just a scare tactic. They knew that man was not gonna kill them. Right. And it's also he was also um when we see him come out with the gun, he says, I shoot your pee pee off. You yeah. know, it felt very light to me. And it's just, you know, you ain't about to do none of them kids. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's- so Bishop, Bishop now, he killed the, the bodega. What's his name? Quinnis? Is that his name, right? 
I don't hmm. really remember that boy name. The Qu- Quillis or something. Yeah. Quillis. So Bishop has killed Quillis. He killed Raheem. And now he killed Rodimez. Yep. So that's three people dead. Three. Yeah. Um, he's trying to kill Q. And you can tell he's he's putting things in the community. Like when he talks to Sam Jackson, his character. Right. He's like, oh, you seen Q around? He was like, well, you know, I don't know what's up. You know, Cuban acting weird lately. I think you need to watch out for him. If something happened, you know, it's Q probably, he's probably going to do something crazy or something. We keep, keep your eye out on Q. So he's putting these little nuggets um, out there. Well, nu- yeah, kind of to get people talking. And Samuel L. Jackson can see right through them because there's, you know, there's life there. This is an older person. And I also think, you know, he may have, you know, just that intuition about himself. Like, yeah, even though I've been seeing you since you were a kid and you just, they never really, you know, I don't know about you, but you talk about then, Q crazy. Yeah. No, but then he did say, because then when Q saw him. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right, right, right. Q goes to Sam Jackson was like, man, you know, since I was a kid. And he's like, I don't know, a lot of killers since they was kids. Right, right, right. That's true. <laughs> I grow funny. up. That was funny. I think he is right in what he said and he meant he meant it, but then he also probably like, you know, mm, I since I do know that, I know that you ain't one of them. But Bishop, yeah, he got the he could he could possibly be one of them, you know. That's kind of how I took it. His his thought process at you know at some point that's where he arrives to you know. Right. How they get in the elevator? You know that scene that was all on that because that's where we are now. Like it turns into racing from apartment telling this story, still getting shot. It just seems like it's boom boom. It's like ping pong like. It's he. It's a lot moving. It's a lot going on. It's a lot going on. Um, well, why do you think he wants to kill Steele and and Bishop? Do you think it's to clear his name? Yeah, because um, it just feels like that. a little more than that to me. Like it's what, not what are you thinking? Because the police are looking for the killers of the bodega owner and Raheem, right? Why, you know, and so I think yes on the surface level he's trying to clear his he's trying to clear his name but why kill Rodimez? and well, why Rodimez kill- was a that's a that's retaliation his street villain yeah yes absolutely but we gonna see that everybody know that Rodimez be threatening you every day so all of a sudden all three of your friends die and you're the guy who bullies you is dead but you want us to believe that you the victim here it you know what diff- it just felt like he was just on some i'm ready for everybody to go like i want to end this because if i feel like there's no way out of this horror that i am in so everybody gotta go bishop and q end up in this crowded elevator together Bishop staring at Q, Q staring at Bishop. And then Q says, what you gonna do, shoot me in the elevator? And everyone's like, and, oh my God. Well, Bishop pulls out the gun. 
And so everyone yeah. is like, what? And so then they get they get Bishop out the elevator. Wait, did we talk about how he kills he shot steel? He shot steel. At some point, a little bit after the whole getting the gun life and everything going on, yes, at some point, still gets shot by Bishop. And Bishop thinks like, hey, I got all of them down. Only person that's left is is Q. And of course, still is not dead. And then it gets still into Still is in the hospital. Oh, well, yeah, okay. So we, we skipped that point. So um, Q sees still going to the ambulance. Right. He was trying to... Q was trying to meet up with Steele. Right. He's calling his house. His mom was like, I don't know. He should have been home by now. If we see him, tell him to get him his butt home. And so Q was like, okay. So he's walking through the neighborhood and he sees Steele um, going to the ambulance. And then he sees everyone is looking at him as if he's responsible for Steele being shot. Like that and nigga got the word out quick. And that's when he goes on this run and he ends up in the elevator um, and then Bishop finds him in the elevator. They bum rush this party. I mean, it was a whole bunch of crap. So yeah, they get to the elevator and now things are getting like really intense after all this back and forth, running, 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 you know? And then real quick, we cut to uh, Yolanda in, in the hospital because uh, she's, she's at work. She's a nurse she got a job a- a- Ashley the predator is at is at is at work but then like I said this this kind of it's kind of um confused me about Yolanda because she knows Steel and so she's like yo Steel what's up and sh- and that's when he tells her he's like man it's Bishop Bishop shot me and he's trying yep. to say Q did it and so it's like I get that she's an older woman messing with a young a young man but it's strange because they all know her they all like she cares for them yeah it's like they're all kind of homies though in a way yeah yeah like she knows the crew she knows the crew she knows them that's why i always thought um that there is like she's some kind of girl from around the way but to Ash's point yeah i know they know each other in some capacity, you know. Um, but yeah, there's something about it where she's like, hold on, hold on. Like it's like a lovingness there, like a something genuine, you know? She's the uh, she she's the mom figure. I, I get the feeling that she is this girl that was around the way. She was like a few years older than them. And now the ages have caught up, you know, if you're 35 and you did the 32 year old, that looks okay as opposed to 14 and 17, you know, clearly, clearly. I'm, I'm not, I'm not, you know what I'm saying y'all, but you know, and I think that's why like, hold on, I know all of y'all. It just kind of, so it just kind of happened that I kind of like, you know, Bishop. Oh, ooh, Q. excuse me. Q, Q my grew up. Q done grown up. Q's a DJ. You know what I'm saying? Oh my gosh, like he's so great. I can't date Raheem because Raheem has a baby. I don't want to date Steel because Steel is she Steel. She can't date because she's married, but and she's married. <laughs> and she can't date Bishop because Bishop has concerns. It's crazy. Yeah. So okay, so Q is running. Bishop is chasing him. They end up on this rooftop. <laughs> 
Yeah. But before that, so even though Hugh got the gun, he, after a while, he just threw it in the river because he was just like, you know, Hugh seems, he seems very, very level-headed in a way when he's like, I'm not, I'm not going to use this. I'm not shooting anybody. Right. Like, I'm and not he says like plainly to Bishop, Bishop, I'm not you. I'm not yeah. going to turn into you. That's yeah. the reason I don't need this gun. I think this this gun is like just gasoline for you and you thrive off of this, you know. Without this gun, who are you? It just you? it feels very like I don't know, like he without that gun, he's naked. Yeah. He doesn't have anything it's his armor. in his Yeah, he doesn't have yep. anything in his arsenal to protect yep. him. So he he needs that literal tool to that will serve as his defense or what he's defining as his defense. Yeah, if he had a gun, he would have never been picked on. People never. can't talk about his dad. Never. People can't question his mental instability. If he got a gun, nobody questioned up in his face. Yeah. yeah, but there's some identity building that is apparent with Q that Bishop seen it it seems like he doesn't know that he has access to that you know and we see that with Q is I have other things going on I don't need like this friend group is wonderful I don't necessarily need it and I have you know I I literally have other things going on with my life Bishop can't say the same not in the least he doesn't have anything going on like you can still kind of have like a something like a you know, I don't know. He was kitty. He was, you know, I get around with girls. I cook. I'm funny. And Q is like this DJ and Raheem is this dad, but he has like a coolness about him. You know, he's a leader. He's mature. Yeah, he's a natural leader. Raheem's a natural leader. Right. And then you have Bishop, like Bishop, Bishop knew, like, I don't, what, 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 like, what? what purpose do I serve here? What purpose do I serve? Nobody even checking for me. The only people checking for me are like kind of like my friends. That's why I need them. And on top of that, it's like, you know, I, I don't have nothing going on. And now, now people really would check for me if I had like this power that I feel like I have now. You know? Did y'all like the? Interest. Did y'all like the ending? Okay, so wrapped it up. Yeah, I did. So Q and. Q and Bishop on his rooftop. Q ha- Bishop has a gun. Q doesn't. He got rid of his gun. And so um, I think what he tries to shoot, Q tries to shoot, Bishop tries to shoot Q. Misses. But misses. Yeah. Um, he kind of like the gun kind of slips from him. And then they kind of like tuck Russell for it. Something. They're, they're like, they're fighting, tugging. It's like this big fight scene. Yeah. Um, Bishop ends up, how he end up hanging from the roof? He fall? Did he fall? Bishop ends up falling because he's like, oh. No, no, but how, no. How did he get to the point where he's falling? I know they're tussling. I think they're tussling. On the roof. Like he pushing like against the, you know, against the, the edge. And then he kind of yeah. like slip. Okay, so anyway. Horseplay. Well, not Bishop horseplay. is in a position where he can he can fall q is holding him and then he says to him man don't let me fall and, and q was like man i got you i got you just hold on i'm trying to hold on i'm trying to hold on and then q was like i'm, I'm trying and then 
the hand slips. Yeah. And Bishop falls to his death. And that's when everyone in the neighborhood sees what happened. And I thought they um, was going to start clapping for him. I'm like, y'all just sat here and watched me. Y'all couldn't help a nigga. I think that was just <laughs> Wait, wait, to the line. That's when they say, oh, you got the juice now. <laughs> this whole time, Bishop was trying to get some juice, some street cred. And so now, you know, apparently Q has the juice now. But I want to I want to say um, in the Guardian article, there was a different ending. Do you can you guys guess that they both they both get killed? Nope, they make it. No. Steel, steel. No, 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 not steel. This is still Bishop and Q at the end. They get arrested. No. So Bishop falls but he falls on his own so according to this guardian oh, article wow dickerson which is the director and co-writer he admits mm-hmm. to one frustration with the film namely the climatic showdown in which protagonist q loses his grip of bishop who was dangling from a rooftop the director's original chilling and sad ending had bishop deliberately letting go of q's hand to avoid jail Mm. But the focus group rebelled against the bad guy deciding his own fate, says Dickerson. And this is in quotes. Paramount made me recut it so that Bishop just slides out of Hugh's hand, screaming as he falls. In my original ending, Bishop silently falls into the black abyss. Wow. Now, I think that would have been way more impactful. I know. I liked, I liked the director's ending. Me I'm like, too. who is this like focus group? White people. Exactly. Who is this focus group? White men. White businessmen. When I read this, it wouldn't make sense because this whole time, Bishop wanted to be in control. He wanted to, he always yep. said with the whole movie, you have to be in control of your own destiny. You have to be willing to die. You have to be, you know, Bishop wasn't afraid of dying. He said it plenty of times. You have to be willing to, even um, when, what's his name? got killed for for sticking up the place yeah at least i he went out like, like that yeah like he was that. like you got to be willing to die for this stuff mm-hmm. like bishop was ready to die and so at the end him how they played it of you know him not wanting to go it kind of goes against what he stood for right i i do Dang, i'll say this it would have made the movie Bishop's movie mm-hmm. with with Q holding on to Bishop. It felt like the crux of the movie was Q, but also the fraternity that Q wanted to establish because he loved Bishop. Oh, yeah. And it, it, it felt like the that's what made Bishop's death all the more chilling. Is well, that even though you did all this stuff to me, I was still trying to save you. You mean yeah. Q? Q was still trying to save Bishop. Well, yeah, yes. So this is the same, the same thing. Q was still trying to save him, but they're saying they wanted Bishop to just let go. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're they, right. They wanted Bishop to be like, I'm good. Let I'm letting go. Instead of just having just Q just losing his grip all of a sudden. Like he's just not strong anymore. 
is probably to me i got it from the fact that yeah i mean you know it's hard to hold them up you on you got you bent across brick but then on top of that you've been running and running and running and running and like it's you know you well, yeah i get it but no, i see tired. what you're saying yeah but, but i, I don't yeah saying. i would have loved to see uh, me too i had no idea say, about that the um the bad guy choosing his own fate mm-hmm. these who are these people in the 90s oh the bad guy can't choose his own fate black bodies to have control of themselves it's like, exactly this you, you know like no we're gonna make you suffer true exactly that's a that's an excellent point for real ash yeah so ashley this is your first time seeing the movie how do you like it what i you absolutely think? loved it it's one of my favorite movies i it's it's a movie i don't need to see again because okay. i was stressed oh. out it's I've not it. like to me love jones is like oh i can watch love jones i can watch it you know okay love jones coming out i'll watch it it's not like juice i had i i was emotionally spent <laughs> i thought you was joking when you were saying that on instagram no i was literally <laughs> stressed out i was i could not deal i could not deal <laughs> I was like, Ashley, why are you doing I absolutely this? loved it. It's 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 like top 10 for me. Woo! Top really? 10. Top t- easy. Easily. Easily. I didn't know you was going to say that, Neil. No, it's a really one of my favorite movies. And it also, it shows so many different layers to everybody. And it, it like it's like, of course, it's like so many actors and pieces to this movie. But it's just such a strong I think it's part of my favorite I mean not like he did a whole bevy of movies but it's definitely a movie that I feel like Tupac was like ridiculously great in and it just showed like natural chops you know Poetic Justice you had a love story and it had a sweetness to it Poetic Justice is one of my favorite movies in the world but definitely I love love loved the um him in this Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with another film and more opinions. Leave a review and tell us what you'd like for us to watch. And let's keep the conversation going on Instagram. You can find us at Curry Gumbo. Be well. Happy watching. Love y'all. Bye.